The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's five forty-five. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Vesely. There's Big Dick Toledo. We are off and ready to go. This is the morning sickness. And, uh, yeah, all right, enough already. The sky's falling. We said it was 2-0. We knew it was going to be 2-0. Uh, the suns are down 2-0. And it is a, uh, it's tight. It's tight. But I said it yesterday just to kind of appease everybody. The feelings that they are going to come down 2-0 was exactly right. And to all the, the suns fans who have decided to chime in, and be part of the season suddenly, whereas probably watched 12 to 15 minutes of an entire game this year. Welcome aboard, first of all, and second, keep your mouth shut. That's a, You don't know anything about what's going on. What was that guy got the ball for? How come it? You're right, but also shut up. Uh, you can't win a game when you score 14 points in the fourth quarter. You just can't. And you had open shots and everything. The most frustrating thing about last night's game was uh, it, Denver was bent over both hands on their cheeks, just like, let's go, put it in. And we just refused to do it. I mean, they were begging for it. It was prom night. It was prom night, and the, the queen was bombed, and we just refused to jam her. Like, well, I don't know if it's the right time. And there was so many opportunities to beat them. Kevin Durant shooting one for 11 from three-point range. The rest of the team missing every deep shot. Uh, campaign couldn't hit a shot. The bench scored four points. Uh, I, I, you know, if you're asking a guy who's watched every uh, every dribble of the ball this year, what the hell went wrong? I am becoming uh, one of those people, a local media sort, that is. I, I'm going to be the first one that says this. This entire playoff thing, Clippers and this, have has been on Monty Williams. Last night's game firmly fell on the shoulders of Monty Williams to me. You cannot keep just reaching onto your bench, going, "Hey, you go." Everybody needs to have a defined role. It's like your job. If you don't know what you're doing, you can't have your boss go in and go, you, go do the thing. What do I do? Like, you don't, you have to have a rhythm, a defined role. Uh, Clearly, the Nuggets have a rotation, a defined role of what to do when you're in. You are spelling uh, Joker. Your job is to go get rebounds. You are spelling Porter. Your job is to take a couple shots, play defense. The Suns have, hey, Damian Lee, are you doing anything right now? Get out there. Uh, You know, it's, it's. It's this, and every guy sits on the edge of the bench. It starts to become like little league, where you're like, I can't make a mistake or I'll never play again. Uh, so I better, you, I better, I better think? just not shoot. It's it, remember, I was a good baseball player, but there were times when it felt like the whole team was kind of tight, and you just begged yourself before the pitch was thrown, "Don't hit it to me." 
And I, I loved defense. I loved playing the game. But there, and I know that's a kid's mentality. But there's a certain point when you're nervous and the team's tight that you start saying to yourself out loud, "I don't want to be the one that makes the mistake." You don't think I'm going to save the day? And he's asking all these guys to be heroes. Monty's rotation is horrible, and it's proof because there were several open shots. Josh Akogi, uh Damian Lee. Passed up that during the season they would have shot. There's a few little bunnies. Josh Akogi just looked back and went, I got to get rid of this. And who did he pass to? Kevin Durant, which tells me in their minds, like, let him be the hero. I, I, if I screw this up, people will kill me. I'm not the star. He's the, give it to him. And that's coaching. To me, that's coaching. They're not comfortable. They're not relaxed. And they're missing a ton of shots. So you score 14 points in a fourth quarter. You expect to lose that game on the you road. You should. You absolutely should. You were up 10 at one point, and And every home team makes a run. But the bottom line is if you're if you're passing up shots you normally take and you're giving up to Book and Durant going, we're afraid, that, that team looked like a bunch of guys who just didn't know what to do. That's coaching. Which puts a lot of weight on their shoulders. I yes. I think there's, you know, Monty may be throwing the people out there to see because, you, you know, you're a pro. And is there one of these guys that all of a sudden just starts going off? Because it does seem like. But that's hope. But there, it that's seems like coaching. there's always a. A player, a six man, but that's what you that develop. goes off in the playoffs. They yes, want that to happen. The key is you need a sixth man. The key to having a sixth man is he's your sixth man. It's not guy who's eighth off the bench, tenth off the bench, and you're like, I hope so he's our sixth man. We really don't have a, a yes, sixth we do. Man. We absolutely do. Through who, the whole season, it was campaign. Then it went to Bismarck Biombo. Uh, unfortunately, Landry Shamit got in that mix, and Damian Lee. And none of those guys are stepping up. It doesn't matter. They don't know when they're going in. Campaign went in first yesterday. Damian Lee played about 18 minutes. He hasn't played 10 the whole yeah. playoffs. And so that's Monty. Monty doesn't – nobody's in a rhythm, and no sport needs a rhythm more than basketball. No sport needs a – you know what – okay, you're going in. He gets his two minutes to see if he can start something, yeah. and then you're out. When you're on the bench in basketball, you're like, my time is six minutes of the first quarter, then I go in and spell Chris Paul, then I go in and spell – Aiden, you know your role. When you're sitting on the end of the bench, and you're, you have to be ready the whole time, and you get called on at a weird time to go like, oh, oh, oh okay, I'm out there with KD. Like, normally I'd replace him, but I, now I'm playing with him. They don't, they don't have anything. Yeah. And it's proof that the guys can't hit shots. They don't know where they're at. Now, you should still hit shots. Like you said, they're pros. Yeah. You should still hit open shots. But when you're gripping, everything's different. And everyone shot. Yeah. Nobody shot. Booker was Superman. KD had a good game, not a great game. Could have been better. All I'm saying is they could have been up 25 points in the second quarter because Denver was bent over, lubed up, ready for action, and the Suns just didn't take advantage. And then they got in foul trouble late in the third, and the fourth quarter you're playing even tighter. It was inevitable. Once you had four guys with four four fouls at least, two with five, that you're like, all right, they're going to play tight. They're not going to, you know, Kevin Durant had a foul trouble. Uh, Aiton had foul trouble. You started getting that campaign had foul trouble. Chris Paul's groin. That was the big thing, too. Chris Paul pulling his groin when he started to do patented Chris Paul's little elbow shots. He was getting there. He was getting to his little 12, 15-footers, those mid-range jumpers he doesn't miss, and he wasn't missing. He missed his shot uh, once, I think, in that little clutch time when they were running and then pulled his groin. You're like, this is not good. But four points from the bench, and Bismarck Biombo had two of them in the first quarter. You're not winning that game. So they're down 2-0. And I remind you, the Suns wandered into Dallas last year up 2-0, feeling real good about themselves. They wandered into Dallas going, we can split, we can do whatever we need to do here. This team's under our thumb. We've got this team's number. Basketball swings on home floors. You're going to see a different team here Friday. Now, whether or not Chris Paul's injured and he sticks around is 
is beyond the point. You're going to see some home cooking. You're going to see some some guys on that bench that are comfortable shooting the ball. They, and I think altitude played a part. In the fourth quarter, everything was short. That, you know, the 14 points had a lot to do with the fact they looked beat. So. What, were their, what was their percentage from from uh, oh, three point? I mean, it was good. It was nobody was hit. It was terrible. They couldn't hit shots. And you know, you boil it down to brass tacks. You don't hit shots. You score fourteen points in the fourth. You have foul trouble, and you're just not getting it done. You're going to lose the game. They lost. Denver can't walk out of that thing feeling great. They didn't play a very good game at all. So what you saw yesterday was a very beatable Denver team. Unfortunately. Suns didn't take advantage of it. It was tough to watch. It was not. A, it was a very sloppy, oddly officiated, strange game to watch. And I'm not blaming the refs for anything. It was oddly officiated on both sides. They let them play, you know, uh, wrestle ball for a quarter and a half, and not a whistle was blown either way. And so they're like, all right, we've established this is a physical game. And then the next thing you know, somebody ticky-tacks a wrist, and the whistle's blowing. You're like, wait a second. What, what are we doing? Are yeah. you allowing this or not? We'll allow the... Uh Hard fouls. Those are good. Kent, yeah. we'll call it on that. Tiggy Tack will call. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Mornings on 98KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. As the listener told to shut up because I don't care about it. And I didn't tell listeners who don't care about basketball to shut up. The ones that suddenly are chiming in. Says so this listener who uh, was told to shut up because I don't care about basketball to watch more than 15 minutes the last decade. I wish you'd shut up about basketball. Isn't there a dedicated sports channel to this? Yes, there's a dedicated sports channel to this. It's called KUPD. Sorry, I don't like it. Move on. Don't broadcast your radio show on to me. If you want to do a show, do one. I have interests. Some of my interests are going to be uh, explored here on the show, Rob. And if you don't like them... Tickety tacky got forty eight choices in the city. Bye. Bye. Wow. Oh, and, oh, and uh, by the way, f- yourself on the way out the door. You're not my program director. I want a program station what I want to listen to. Okay. Well, you've got a car, radio, and a phone. You do it. I don't like this topic. Next. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember you getting coronated. <laughs> Everybody likes this topic. The city's a buzz with a. Here's how radio works. Uh, douche face ass nut. Uh, it is, uh, you take advantage of the local talk. You find things that are engaging to the majority. Yes, you're going to have some snatches out there that call in and say, this isn't a topic I appreciate. That's why you have buttons on your radio. Ugh, I hate the, the car seat program director. <laughs> you know, I'm one, I'm not interested in this, so therefore the entire city, I speak to the entire city. You know what you are, Rob? You're the guy, you're a transgender. You're a transgender. <laughs> You hear wow. something you don't like, and you fire off that the whole world's on your side, and you're just wrong. <laughs> well, I don't like it, so the whole world has to shut down for me. Sorry, Rob, transgender Rob. No. <laughs> Sometimes people say things we don't want to hear, transgender Rob. And we have to suck that up like you do most things on a Friday night. <laughs> Thank you. I digress. I did hear something. Back to basketball. Yeah, no, no, back to transgender Rob and his goddamn, I don't like this, so nobody should talk about it needs. King Rob in his dress running around going, now hold on a second. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He, who, did you print that? You did that just to fire me up. Yep. Nice job, Bert. <laughs> I did hear something hilarious, though. Uh, and there is a moment where you have to, and transgender Rob, you might like this. 
there is a moment where you have to realize, as a woman, you, 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 a lot of times, probably 80% or more, you don't know what the f*** you're talking about. And sometimes you get a microphone to talk and you shouldn't. There's a local news lady who assessed the basketball game. And I'm like, and, and the guys in the room were like, it, 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 it was Vince Murata did something that was akin to, pipe down, sweetheart, the men are talking. It was basically, he said it this way. Uh, the lady that works with him said, I didn't watch the game because I go to bed so early, but I watched Saturday. And it seemed to me they were just throwing the ball at the basket instead of aiming. <sighs> the whole room just deflated. Oh, we can't say shut up because it's a girl. So he goes, I guarantee you they were trying to make their shots. Which is pipe down, sweetheart. <laughs> the men look, are talking here. Look here, sugar. <laughs> quiet down. The men are having a conversation about something you don't know anything about. Yes, that's right. They went out there and just threw it as hard as they could at the area the the rim lives. There's no rhyme or that's that was their game plan. Felt like they were just throwing at it, aiming at the basket. Yes, it's a yes, yes, it's a peach basket. Still, shut up. That's why guys are cooler than chicks. When chicks are talking about all girl stuff, you never hear a dude just interject. We're not interested. We're like, talking girl stuff, let them have it. They, they always want to be involved. Like, they recognize our stuff's cool and fun to talk about, but they don't involve or invest any time. They just want to be involved in the conversation. I always go back to the Masters golf course, screaming, we're equal, we're equal. We can do anything a man can do. We can do anything a man can do. All right. Well, you're not allowed on this golf course. Well, we want to be. Well, then build your own. You've been screaming and yelling. You've Build a replica of this and go play on and make it for all women. And I guarantee you no man would stand outside trying to play on it. We want to be on the one you guys have. Oh, your viruses. You're trying to infect our spot. I see what's happening. I want to talk about basketball. Remember that girl Beth that used to run around in here and talk football with us? and <laughs> In depth. Oh, oh in depth. <laughs> Good God. Only in depth in the ways that it bored through your head like a drill bit. Anywho. So basketball is what people are talking about, transgender Rob, and I apologize that it, it affected your fragile and delicate senses. I understand a lot of transgenders are very fragile people. they got a lot on their mind. So not being interested in basketball and screaming that this topic doesn't interest you, so ever the world must move on is understood. You're the you're same as the LGBTQ plus Rob. That's what I call it now. The LGBTQ plus Rob. Because Rob's out there. He's very grumpy about that. It's a silly thing. Uh, the Suns come back here Friday night. And don't worry about it. There's a very good chance that this entire situation swings in one win. You'll be fine. Britt Batty. Perfect analysis. It's why I have nine presets on my shop's radio. You just never know. Somebody might be doing something you're not interested. Yes. <laughs> this guy said, I hated yesterday when you reminded me how my Bruins suck. I hated crying in my work truck, but I didn't complain to you. That's exactly right. The Bruins don't suck. They just got bounced in the first round by a Florida. Same way the Suns don't suck, but are staring at the being bounced. But you got to blame Monty. Yeah, there's a sports station in town. It's not going to be as good as this. You're not going to get attacked <laughs> like that. <laughs> They're not going to tell you to go away. They got to have all the listeners they get. We got plenty. We're fine. Go ahead. Where are you going to go? Chat GPT? Is he? We'll see you in a couple minutes, Rob. <laughs> That's the fun of Ooh. it. 
I'm coming back. But there is that moment. Yeah. Oh, no. He's coming back because he's got a new gown on. He needs to twirl for everybody. Look at what I'm wearing. I'm Rob. Ugh. Yeah, we're in a world where Twitter makes us uh, all think. I know. I'm sorry. Brett Brett almost threw up thinking of Rob twirling. (laughs) Don't take sips during my Rob Rob rants because you're going to get very upset by that. Doug Hopkins texted me and said he thinks Chris Paul has played his last game as a Phoenix Sun. Very possible. Very possible. And he is, man, you talk about a history of injuries in the playoffs. That guy gets hurt in the playoffs every year. It's it's so frustrating when his pinky was hurt the one year. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. Finger injury. He's had hamstrings. He's had backs. He's had arms. Like every year in the playoffs, it seems like, what? Oh, he's out? And this poor guy's been playing for 17, 18 years and never once had a championship, sniffed it once, and he gets dinged up every year in the playoffs. And it's just, I don't understand it. But there he goes again. We'll see. Another thing, Rob, is a radio station tied. It's a a radio station whose demographic is technically 18 to 55-year-old men. We like sports, unless we're twirling around in our new Lane Bryant gown with our fake vagina strapped to our where our penis that we hate goes. I'm trans, and you're talking about something I don't like, so you need to stop it. No. Well, last night, if they just they weren't throwing the ball at the hoop, right? We could have we had a chance to win. Maybe they should try aiming. All right, sweet. <laughs> Show me what you're good for, and if I want to hear anything coming out of your mouth, it's. <laughs> At least was she a smoke show? Is she? No. Oh. All right. Then no. Fine. All right. Not at all. Yeah. This guy says, first off, John, I got to say, whoever doesn't like KUPD could kick rocks. I want to personally say thank you for putting the best damn radio show on the air. I listen every day. I live in Las Vegas. I'm on the app. Thanks for the laugh. You make my uh, day great every day. That's Taylor, non-trends Taylor. <laughs> Straight up man. Can handle a conversation or two he doesn't understand. Bud Light to that guy. That's right. One Bud Light <laughs> for that guy. A whole case of it, in fact. Send it up to Vegas for that non-trans Taylor. Blah, blah, blah. Speaking of trans, they are going after Paul Stanley. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw like seven stories yesterday where they're going. Paul St- all, Paul, all Paul Stanley said was, I don't think you should let your kids do it. I think it's, I think it's bad that your kids even know about it. I think they should they should learn as a, let an older, them breathe. Take yeah. a couple of essentially steps during this phase of right. Uh, while it, put clothes on. They're that young, confused. You're you're young, and Paul Stanley like I just don't think it's a great idea to uh, to empower a child to want to change gender. Let him live with that for a few years. You know, uh, a guy said you have to be a great email yesterday. Said you mean to tell me I had to wait till I was 18 to get LASIK surgery. Because it's a, it's a too big a decision. You can't just go in at 15 and get LASIK surgery. You go, nah, 18. We're gonna, but you can start, but your you can start thinking about cutting your wang off and changing hormones at 11 or 12. It's, yeah, so Paul Stanley said that yesterday. He's like, I just don't, I, I, you know, his opinion was, I don't think. And I thought, well, you know, backlash is coming. But boy, they just jumped him yesterday on the news and then the story of this trans TikTok star. That just fired off, it's on TMZ, fired off the phrase, you know, we don't just switch for fun. I don't remember him saying that. I think Kiss switches genders for fun. I think they're <laughs> the ones who have fun uh, gender bending. But yeah, he's in trouble. But again, that's, he don't care. No, that's my new goal. What I'm watching Paul Stanley do is kind of awesome. 
is the I'm almost seventy five or whatever he is, and he's like, I've I've got all the money I'll ever need from being a really average rock star. Uh, I'm going out with a bang. I'm shoving it up the ass of society. I'm going to say something really stupid. I'm going to go out like that and be memorable. They just uh, his statement yesterday just bought them uh, another two or three farewell tours without <laughs> yeah, the, without that the be, makeup. That could be because I have to yeah. take the makeup off. The trans and the high heels have to yep. go. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Mornings on KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. My favorite cancel person of the last seven or eight years is Garrison Keeler. He's my favorite one. They tried to get, remember, it was during the Me Too movement where everybody who'd ever been looked at sideways or been told they're pretty or uh, had some boss or, or uh, authority figure look at him and go, You look beautiful in yellow, which was some guy got fired from some computer chip company because he would notice a woman's hair and tell, Oh my God, you look gorgeous in yellow. I'm uncomfortable, which tells me the dude is just ugly and creepy and you're not allowed to do that when you're ugly. If you're good looking, you're totally allowed. But Garrison Keeler, who was the Lake Wobegon Sunday night radio show, and then it was on PBS, the Tales Saturday of... Saturday afternoons, he'd read. Yeah, down-home tales from some lake in Minnesota. Prairie. Prairie, Prairie Companion. Yeah, hour. that's yeah, it The weirdest show ever that I don't know who liked ever. But the dude made a killing on it. But my he's my favorite example of how to handle the the entire cancel thing the me too movement's going on everybody's complaining that once in an elevator this guy bumped up against me and his hand touched my butt and i knew it he liked it he smiled and said sorry about that and so he's got to be fired and everybody's getting fired garrison keeler evidently was grabbing ass and telling women he wanted to see their and all that stuff and uh and they're like you did this and he's like well probably i quit and he just disappeared. Like he, he left forever. He said, "I <laughs> he probably said, did that." Okay. Yeah, m- more than likely. I'm, I'm will be gone. I'm, 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 <laughs> we'll be gone. Audi too. Bye. <laughs> he was. It was the greatest exit of all time. Did he fight back? Nah. Did he? You know, tell his accusers he's sorry. Nah. In 1988, Garrison Keeler grabbed my tushy. Did you do that, Garrison? More than likely, I don't remember. Probably yes. <laughs> I, I, I quit. We need an apology. Yeah. Uh, he's you know my, what? I'll just leave. Nah, I'll just quit. How about this? Uh, everybody f- off. Bye. The whole show's canceled. 90 people are out of work now. Goodbye. What about Lake Wobegon? That's drained, bitch. See ya. <laughs> and none of you are worth it. And did Keeler probably grab ass in the 80s? Yeah. He owned it. He's running around Wobegon, king of Wobegon, on this little prairie home companion with those folk crooners coming in and out with their tight little jeans and their hippie hair. and Trivia their- games. <laughs> I never, I never once listened to it till he got canceled, and then I went back and I don't know what the hell we were running around like oh my god and this happened. I'm like, what is happening? This is a what the that was Ted's day in the barrel. <laughs> this is from Cody Wolschlager, a non-trans. Hey Rob, go f- yourself, you lib cuck. Yeah, Rob, <laughs> lib cuck tranny. This guy says, well, this tranny bitch will see you soon. You better get your security ready to protect your pussy ass. Direct threat, going to jail. (laughs) Rob the tranny's going to jail. Richard! Richard! Richard, direct threat. Hi, Richard. Also, I'm a celebrity. You can't do that to local celebrities. It's even worse. Your penalty's even worse. (laughs) Direct threat. 
I'm a public figure. He's an important man. Richard. Oh, here he comes. Yes, Richard, I need you to save. Uh, call the police. Hi, Richard. Give this to the police. Rob's made a direct threat. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Rob made a direct threat in his dress. All right, don't trip over your gown. <laughs> where, where are we going to see each other? The Home and Garden Show this weekend? Hope so. Rob. You're the one who started it. Don't get mad at me that I got mad back. Well, I'm allowed to be mad. I'm a trans. <laughs> I'm assuming that. <laughs> Direct threat against a public figure. Oh, it adds years. It adds years. It's such a great, it's the greatest part of my job. It's direct threats against me add years. Ah, it's the only time I take advantage of this type of position. It's fantastic. Direct threat, Rob. <laughs> Calling the police now. This is rats. Richard. <laughs> exactly right. This is rats. You going to jail, tranny. That's right. I'm not kidding. Uh, call the police. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. If he doesn't, I will once this break is over. Direct threat. Now I'm scared for my life. You guys see it. I'm scared for my life. So this direct threat could go for, you're going to be a felon. You're not going to be able to vote or own a gun. You're dumb. I would never threaten you. I'm just saying I assumed you were a trans from the way you write things. That's all. And here's the other thing. I could be wrong about that. That's, that's going to hold up in court, Rob, when they're putting you in jail. For that, you remember that direct threat that Rob had? Just sure did. Yeah, it was horrifying. <laughs> you should feel a little worried too, Brady, because we're close together a lot of the times, so and Rob might be a bad shot. Direct threat. Yeah, like that kid in the it was North Texas baseball game hit by a stray bullet. Oh yeah, they were just playing ball, and a bullet flew through. Hit him in the chest. Gunfight, four hundred yards away. Jesus. Yeah. Well, that happens. Couple football Text fields away. <laughs> a couple football fields away. A couple football fields away. That thing tumbling around like a rock <laughs> in the air. Anyway, direct threat, Rob. Yeah. Yeah, this guy says, uh, Guillermo says, tell that chick with the dick to go listen to the other chick with the dick on 99.9. <laughs> That's right, Rob. Your station is called The Beth Show. <laughs> Devin. You tell that trainee probably thinks basketball is used to stick up his butthole. I don't know if that's a thing. Whoa, okay, hey. thanks, Devin. You're right. I bet you Rob would try. Allegedly. Holds up in court, Rob. Allegedly. There's 10,000 Robs out there. Is he talking about me? That's right. No, he knows who he is. <laughs> if you didn't email in, I'm not talking about you. You know who I am. I know who you are. Big security, you pussy. Well, direct threat. I mean, email took time to do it. Whew. It's a direct threat. He's ready. Huh? Again? He's listening. You're, you're, hey, by the way, congratulations. You're our number one listener this morning. <laughs> Most hours spent listening this morning, Rob. Last one. Okay. Tell the cops in your boss will meet him at 10 a.m. at your office. Huh? More of a direct threat. Now there's a timeline. Direct threat. <laughs> more, more evidence to the direct threat from this Rob guy. You're going to beat up my boss, too? Okay, now there's multiple people involved. This guy's a loose. In this day and age with these active shooters, you can't take these things lightly. See something, say something. Rob, Rob's an insane person. And I'll call the police. We're going to get some transsexual in a dress standing in our parking lot. I, he's, his name is Rob. He's insane. Doesn't like basketball. He's the one who hates basketball so much he's willing to kill an entire radio station through direct threats. Rob, if you do come by at 10 a.m., can you at least fix the uh, windshield wipers? 
The yeah, <laughs> no, they're they're fine. But oh, I get, they're... yeah, I got another crack in my windshield though. And New Vision's been out so many times that I don't even know what to do at this point. I'm starting to feel bad calling and paying. It's like, geez, could you guys come out again? I got another bashed up windshield. Square car. They eat rocks. Jeeps just eat rocks. What are you going to do? In a bogo mine's, on that. Mine's anyway. bacon with uh, five five cracks right. You got now. five going. Yeah, you yeah. got those fixed, and it's easy to get them fixed. And New Vision will. Well, they'll be here. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah, yeah, you can get two hundred fifty dollars back in dinner at Rodizio Grill. It's a really Gotta good deal. Do that. Uh, yeah, go to the newvisionautoglass.com uh, and see how much you qualify for today, Brady, and uh, you'll find out. I've made over ten million dollars this year on just the, the, the. I'm no longer qualified for the cash back thing because I've used like sixteen windshields. <laughs> Maxed out. My windshields just keep getting shattered because it's somebody's bright idea to throw desert rocks all over a freeway. I'm going to catch those people. It's not cars. There's people hiding throwing rocks yeah i think so too i think it's fate that they're like hey, there he is it's out of the you know what it is there's it's, no cars on the road i'd say it's rob but he throws like a chick the rock wouldn't break my windshield <laughs> Ooh, i'm all tangled up in my gown now i can barely put my makeup on this morning i'm so mad so now he's directly threatened the police as well have the police there tell the cops and your boss i'll meet them at 10 at your office oof Yikes. We better sign off at 9. He wants to have a yeah, meeting before he beats us up? I don't know what's going on. He's coming in extra sassy this yes, morning because he, he had a, you know, his phone in sick day yesterday. Oh, that's right. So now he's got to go back in. It's short this week. That's rough. Maybe the guy he lives with didn't uh, properly Metamucil last night and he pulled a bunch of shit out and he smells and he ran out of loom to cover the scent. <laughs> anyway... I'm a public figure directly threatened, and I feel very scared. So you're going to jail now. This is the power I wield. In fact, if a couple of my cop buddies are here, I'd like to file a complaint. If you don't mind making it easy on me and just popping in so I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, Ben, where are you? Yeah, Come I'm afraid up. to leave the uh, building, to be honest. But so. <laughs> I have to have to more have to, basketball if, talk if, coming if up. The police could come to me. We'll have Kevin Ray on for another hour. <laughs> today. <be> great. <laughs> if you could come down, help out. Ryan says, "Call the police. Just call the ghouls. We'll find him." No, no, no. I don't. I don't make threats. I'm not like Rob the tranny. I don't make those. Threats. <laughs> says, "Tell Rob is a non-trans chick. I'll kick his candy ass." <laughs> No, women are. Now, that's up to you. I don't make direct threats. Unlike Rob the trainer. Man, does he hate basketball. Hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> Maybe if they just aimed the ball. I can assure you they were trying to make their shots. Turn her mic off. <laughs> aimed the ball. Maybe Maybe that's who's requested Culture Club this morning for the wake-up song. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to be tumbling all the laundry in the prison. That's going to be great. I tumble for you. More whites, please. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh-oh, you're in trouble, Rob. See you in jail. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. We'll fire it off this morning. 585-9800. That's the number. You tell us what you want to hear next. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.